The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's stuff is being studied in the Nishmat Maratza Kanatiya Pabatzarab with the Nishmat of Rabbin Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Tedvav Amud Bet and we are starting Ba'amine Shemuel Merav. It's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 lines at the bottom. We're in the Sugya over here where we're discussing a case where Uven stole a field, he sold it to Shemuel. Uh, the Nigzal came back and took his field back from Shimon. So that Shimon has a claim against Reuven to give him his money back. So now we discuss another case now. Shimon is going to discuss a case, so they asked him a question. Let's say Reuven sells the field to Shimon, it's stolen. And then Reuven goes to the, gazl, to the Nigzal and he buys the field from the Nigzal. So how do we look at that when he's buying the field from the Nigzal? Uh, do we say he's buying it and therefore now the Lokeyah can keep it? Which means he just secured the Lokeyah's position. Or do we say no? Now he's considered like a guy that buys it. So he owns it. So he can go to the Lokeyah and say, hey, give me my field. What's the position of the Gazlan that buys the field from the Nigzal after he sold it to the Lokeyah? Who doesn't ask that question? Well, says, Ba'amine Shemuel Merava. Shemuel is from Rav. Hazar velakha ba'alim arishonim mahu. What's the deen when the Gazlan buys the field from the original owner? Amaleh, he says, Ma'amachalo rishon l'shini. When Reuven sold the field to Shimon, what did he sell him? Kol zechut shetavo liyado. Which means he sold them all benefits that will ever come to him. Because really the field was not his. The field was stolen. So what did he really sell them? He sold them rights. He sold them options. He sold them zechuyot. Including the zechuyot that he sold was that in the event that if I ever go buy the field from the gazlan or from the nigzal, it'll belong to you. That's part of the things that he was selling them. Otherwise, what did he sell them? It was a stolen field. Kids sell stolen field. And I must have sold them Zichuyot, in the event that I go buy the field from the Nigzal, then it will belong to you uh, legally. So therefore the deed of the Gemara is he cannot go back and tell uh, Shimon, hey, it's my field now, I bought it from the uh, Nigzal. Ela Adaba, that just secures the position of Shimon, that he's able to keep it. So Gemara says, Maita'ama, what's the reason for this? Marzutra Amar, Ni Khale Delon Nikriye Gazlana. Because a guy, he does not want to be called a gazlan. And therefore, he doesn't want Shimon calling him a gazlan. Hey, you crook, you sold me a field, it was really stolen. He wants to make it good. So therefore, when he buys the field from the nigzal, he's really buying it in order to secure the position of Shimon, because he doesn't want to be called a thief. As she says, gazlana. So uh, Another reason he says is because he wants to have ne'emanut. He wants to be uh, established as an honest person. And therefore, when he sold the field, if it's going to be taken away from the Shemuz, ah, you're crook. Not a gazam, but he wants to establish his ne'emanut. He wants to establish his, let's say, his, uh, his reputation as an honest person. So Kemalan says, my benayu, well, it's between the two reasons. Either he doesn't want to be called a ganav, or he wants to be called uh, an honest person. It's the same concept. Let's say, Shimon died. According to the opinion that says, the reason why he bought it from the Nigzal, so he's not called, so he won't be called a gazlan, Hamitle, the Lokeah died, he's not going to call him a gazlan. But according to the opinion that says, 
he wants to be, have an honest reputation. <coughs> yeah, with the children of the Lokeya. Shimon's children, he also wants to have a good reputation that they shouldn't take the field away from them, and therefore he should be considered honest by them. So because the children of the of Shimon are also going to call him a gazlan. So both reasons make sense. That he wants to make good, because he doesn't want to have a bad reputation by the children, and he doesn't want the children to call him a, a gazlan. And I know what the difference is. They meet gazlan. We're talking about where the gazlan died. Reuven. According to the opinion that says the reason why he bought the field, because he doesn't want to be called a gazlan, Hamitle, he died. <laughs> so he's not going to be called a gazlan. Says he buys it back in order to have an honest reputation. Even though he's dead, he still wants to have an honest reputation even after he dies. Soft, soft. Even after he dies, they're going to call his children uh, the son of the Gazlan. So therefore, he, that, that reason applies even after the Gazlan's dead. Oh, the case is talking about where let's say the uh, Gazlan, uh, the Reuven got the uh, field from the uh, uh, Nigzal from a Matana. He didn't buy it back from him, but he got it as a gift. It says, which is according to the opinion that says he wants to have a good reputation, he wants to be considered like an honest person. Which means, even when he gives it as a uh, even when he gets it as a matana from the nixal, so that means that he worked on getting it as a matana because he wants to keep his reputation that he shouldn't give the guy stolen uh, stolen goods. Uh, but according to Pina, that says he's interested in not being called the gazlan. They will say, what did I steal from you? What's this last answer? Oh, so he says, Ika ben like this. Uh, I, 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 I want to repeat this last answer. I'll put the other way. The case is talking about, he didn't sell it. Reuven didn't sell it to Shimon. Reuven gave it as a gift to Shimon. Reuven stole the property. He gave that. We, we always learned he sold it. He didn't sell it. He gave it as a gift. So he gave it a gift to Shimon. It's really stolen goods. So now what? He went to the Gazlan or the Nixal and he bought it from him. Okay? So we say, oh, he bought it from him? He's really buying it to secure the position of Shimon. Because either he doesn't want to be called the Gazlan, he doesn't want to be, he doesn't lose his uh, reputation of being an honest guy. So really, it's really Shimon. So Shimon gets to keep it. So give us enough coming out. The two answers will be is when he gave it to him as a Matana. According to the opinion that says that he wants him to be have an honest reputation. So even when he gives it to Matana, he wants the Matana to be his. So therefore he doesn't want to have a bad uh, reputation. But according to the opinion that he doesn't, so he's not, he won't be called a Gazlan, Amarle. so uh, the, my Gazina Minach. Right. In that case over there, he could tell uh, Shimon, what did I steal from you? Because he gave it to him as a Matana. He didn't take any money. If you're just looking to have a good reputation, Yes, even by Matana, you don't, you, don't mat- you don't want to give a guy Matana that's not repossessed. So then when he goes to buy it from the Nixal, he's really working on his reputation. You're an honest guy. Give me Matana, I get to keep it. But if you're telling me the case is that he's worried about he shouldn't be called the Gazlan, he's not going to be worried if he's called the Gazlan. Which is when he buys it back from the, from the Nixal, he's not doing it so he's not going to be called the Gazlan. Because the guy can't call him a guy. What did I steal from him? I gave you a gift. So then if you're going to look at it from that standpoint, then when he's buying it back, he's buying it back for himself. Then he would be able to take it back from the from Shimon. Because he, if you just want to be called, he can't call you a Gazlan. I gave you a Matana, my Gazlan. I didn't take anything from you. So that would be the Nafkamina between the two reasons. Where Uven gave the item, to the stolen item to Shimon as a gift, and then he went and he bought it back from the Nigzal. So in that case over there, if you're looking to save your reputation to be called an honest guy, then yeah, you're really buying it for the guy, for Shimon. You're buying it back so Shimon can keep it, so it doesn't call you uh, a dishonor. You gave me a gift that was repossessed. But if you if you look at to save yourself from because you don't want him to call you a gazlan, he can't call you a gazlan because uh, what's he going to call you a gazlan? You gave him a gift, and that must be when you're buying it back from the nixal. Could be you buying it back for yourself, and you're not concerned about the reaction of 
Shimon, because Shimon can't tell you anything about Gazlan. Because he didn't, you didn't pay, he didn't pay you any money. So when I continue more on these stories, Beshita, it's obvious. Zebna, if let's say he uh, he bought uh, he bought it, meaning he bought it back from the uh, Nigzal, like the case we just said. Urta, Urta means uh, he gave it as a. Uh, he bequeathed it. He, he, he was your shit. We'll see all these cases now. Viava bimatana, where he gave it as a gift, which means this case will be like this. He sold it to a guy. Reuven sold the stolen field to Shimon. Before he buys it back, he went and sold it to somebody else, and then he bought it back, or he bequeathed it to his children. Or he gave it to a gift. He gifted it to somebody else. Now this guy for sure is not ca- caring about his reputation. Because if this guy is worried about his reputation, what is he going to sell it to somebody else before he buys it back? The whole reason he said to that reason why he buys it back is to preserve his reputation. Because he wants to, he wants someone to say, okay, he's a good guy. You know, okay. But in this case over here, Adrabah, before he bought it back, he already... Transmitted it to somebody else, and he sold it to somebody else, or gave it a, a Yirushat to somebody else's children, or so on and so forth. So in that case, you don't have the Sevara that the guy's trying to protect his reputation. So the Gemara says, Pshita, Zavna, if he sold it to somebody else before he bought it back. Urta, or he inherited it to his children. I mean, for, for, when, when he was alive, he wrote it, the Mechayim, I'm ready, I'm giving you this gift. Adraba, he's not doing it to keep it by Shimon. He doesn't want to keep it by Shimon. Adraba, he wants to give it to. Somebody else. Look, you don't have that sevara. Naflale birusha. Oh, but let's say the item felt him by yirusha. He stole the item from somebody that eventually he's yorish. Stolen from his father, let's say. Okay, stolen from his father, and then what? Then his father died. Okay, now before his father died. Uh, he uh, sold it to somebody else. He sold it to uh, Shimon. Okay? Uven inherited the stolen iron from his father. He sold the item to uh, Shimon. And all of a sudden now his father died. So now really the item belongs to Uven. So in that case over there, Yirusha Mimelahi. The Yirusha comes to him without any toil, without any work. Velav iu katarah abatra. Which means he did not do anything to secure ownership of the item. So therefore in that case he'll own it. Because the whole logic that we say that why it belongs to Shimon, it's because look at it, Uven's going out of his way to try to secure the item. He went, he bought it from the Nigzal. He went and he did effort. But if the item comes to him, Mimela, without him showing any effort, he doesn't want to give it to Shimon. He wants to keep it for himself. You get the Sevara. When I make effort, I sold the line to Shimon. It was stolen. Now I go to the Nigzal and I buy it back from him. I had to make an effort. I had to make exertion. Why am I making that exertion and effort? Because I want to secure it to Shimon. I feel bad. You know, I don't want to make Gazlan, Emunah. Fine. But let's say I did nothing. How did I get this item to belong to me? I didn't buy it. I didn't go to the guy and negotiate. I was Yoreshit. Did I do any effort? No. So in that case over there, we don't say that all the effort that he did is to secure it for Shimon. He did no effort. Ela, when he's Yoreshet, it's Memela, therefore we say, it's his. Therefore he can go back to Shimon and say, thank you, I was Yoresh the item now, I'm taking it back. Only when he made an effort to buy it back from the exact things like that, then you say he's doing it to secure Shimon's position. But not when there was no... Effort involved. Look at that sheet. Yerushah memela habya. Ve'aletka lememar ni halet delikub behem nuta. We're not going to say in that case over there. He wants to. He, he's acquiring it so he can have an honest reputation. Ve'alot tarach abatra. He didn't toil. Denema gali dafte deni halet deliku. We say that that's why he, he purchased it. Then he can go back to Shimon, get back the field, and pay him. We asked the prince, of course, to give back his money, but the boys he could take back the field because he was your issue. Now, 
גבי איו בחובו. נו קייס, עוד קייס זה אומר. ראובן סטור די איידום. סטור די איידום. Now he wants to collect, and he sold it to Uvid. Shimon. So I sold the item, sold it to Shimon. Shimon has a store item now. Now what? He wants to use that item as uh, to pay back a debt. Look at that sheet. Gabele, Gibiat Behobo. See that sheet? The Hashikazla, Umachalo, Ubalo Itzel Nigzal. The Nixal owed Reuven money. So now Reuven says, oh by the way, that field that I stole, that's payment. Now we're even. And Reuven was owed money by the Nixal. Okay? He stole a field from him. He sold to Shimon. Then that's Shimon's holding the field. Now Reuven goes to the Nixal. Oh by the way, we're even. Whatever you owe me thousand dollars in the field that uh, we're covered over there. So it says, in that case... Okay, look at that sheet. לאחר שגזלה, הוא מכר לו, הוא בא לו אצל נגזל ואמר לו, הגבלי בחובי קרקע שגזלתיך. Right, which means the קרקע that I stole, let that be considered as you paid me the חוב. Right, we're even. So it says, חזינה, so in that case we have to look. אית לאחריתי. If what? If the... Nigzal has other fields. He has a host of fields. The Amar Habaina Leukmat Kamelo Kayak Kabai. But if he says he has other fields, he has ten fields, but the Uvin says, I want this one. Which means I want this field that I sold to Shimon. That's the field that I want to take as payment. So then you see what? He wants to secure Shimon's position. Because out of all the fields, why did he pick this field? Understand what we're saying here? Which means, Yuvain goes to the exile. Uh, by the way, he owes me uh, the thousand dollars. You know what? Yuvain has ten fields. He says, by the way, I'll take this field, the field that Shimon has. I want to take that field as payment. Why is he saying Bedafka that field? Because he wants to secure that it should stay by Shimon. Then Yuvain will not be allowed to go back to Shimon and say, "Did he make the fuss?" Adraba, for the fact that he went and from all the fields, he's Dafka pointing to that field. That means he wants. He doesn't want Shimon to have claims on him. However, ve'ilo. But if not, zuzeu debare afru'e yehaven nihale. Oh, which means, but if he just comes along and he doesn't specify that field, ela he just wants to get paid, and then what? The guys, ah, you know what? Keep that field. So now he would be able to go back to Shimon and say, I, by the way, or keep that field. So now it is his. So then we can go back and take it. Because since he didn't make an effort on that specific field, he just said, pay me back Zeus, pay me back money. So the guy's, ah, oh, you know what? Keep that field over there. So then he can go back to Shimon and say, thank you, I got that back. Because since he didn't make the effort to go out of his way to secure that specific field, he just said, listen, you owe me money, pay me. So the Nixal says, I don't you know, I take to keep that field over there. Nothing he did. It was, it was, it was the guy who owed him the money. The Nixal said, keep it. So therefore, you can go back to Shimon and say, thank you, it's mine. So it depends. The basic principle of this whole Gemara is, if you see the guy making an effort, conscious effort, to secure the field for Shimon, Shimon keeps it. But if it comes back to the Uven, either through Yerusha, or through Memela, or you know, without making an effort, without him showing an effort, then already, he can always go back to Shimon and say, by the way, that field that I saw, it's mine now. Take it back and spend the money. It's the basic principle. Now, yeah. let's say, say, same story. The Uvain stole the field, he gave it to Shimon. He sold it to Shimon. The Gazla, the Nigzal now gives the field to the Uvain. How do you look at a Matana? Well, Matana is effortless. So therefore, because it happened effortless by itself, and then you did nothing, therefore it doesn't show that you're trying to secure the field for Shimon and Adraba. According to you, you should be able to go to Shimon and say, give me the field, it's mine, I got it as a gift. 
No, matana is like you went and bought it from, uh, or it's like he sold it to you. Why? The ilav the tarach the arzikame lo hava yahivle matana, which means matana. You got you got to work a matana, which means you must have went to the guy and you coaxed him and you talked to him and you sweet talked him and you got him to laachi tarach the arzikame, and that's why he went to sweet talk him and appease him. Because he wanted to keep his reputation. So therefore, if you look at it like that, then Shimon keeps the field. So the question is, is Matana work or not? So according to what she taught, Matana is no work. You got it as a gift. You're not interested in your reputation. You go to Shimon. Thank you. I'll take it back. Or otherwise, no, no, no. Matana, you got to work at Matana. He must have wanted an exile. You're a good guy. He appeased him. Why is he doing all that? Because he doesn't want Shimon to think bad of him. Because he doesn't want Shimon to call him a crook. Why is he going to take the Matana away? Or, uh, quick, but he doesn't want to lose his, 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 his he doesn't want to be called an uh, dishonest guy. So therefore, Matanah is like a mecher, it's a toil, therefore Shimon keeps it. There's two ways of looking at a Matanah. Is Matanah working it or not? Now, now we get to the new question. Okay. What's the cutoff point? Which means, how long into the process do we say that the guy is looking to keep his reputation, and then he can then Shimon uh, uh, gets to keep uh, gets to keep that. But it's got to be a certain cutoff point where you see the guy's worried about a reputation. But let, 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 let me just talk outside for a second. Let's say already bed dean, for argument's sake, says yeah, this, this is stolen property. Bedin, we possess the property from the from Shimon. So you see this guy, and this guy still didn't uh, make any effort to, to buy it back from the Nixal. And already it's in court, so there's got to be a certain point where you say this guy doesn't care about his reputation. He's, oh, obviously in the beginning of the process, the guy's worried about his reputation, but after a certain amount of time, you say the guy doesn't care about his reputation, and therefore, when he finally buys it back, he'll be able to, to keep it. So the Gabbana's question is, Ad emat ni how long into the process do we say the guy's concerned about his reputation of being an honest guy? Until it gets to the court. Once it gets, which means, once it gets to the court, so now, and, and now let's say the guy goes and buys it back, he's buying it back for himself. But I mean, you didn't care about reputation, you came all the way to court already? No, court, still, he's worried about his reputation. Not until Bed-Din gives uh, Shimon a a paper, a seizure paper, where he can go seize the property of Reuven. Which is, he gives him a little more time. He says even more. Because after a certain amount of time, they're trying to get the money. Adrachta says, you have a, a paper where Bed-Din gave you, you can collect money from... Now. You have a right, Shimon, to get your money back. Now they make, uh, uh, they explore that he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any, he doesn't have any money. So then what they do is, they start looking at his properties. And they make an announcement, if the 30, within 30 days, they say, whoever wants to buy, these properties are up for, uh, for sale, for auction, in order to give Reuven some cash to pay back Shimon. That's the first, so first, Hit the process. Hamadab bidin. First is the, the court case. After that, and they write a seizure paper. Adrachta to Shimon. You have rights to collect money. Uh, then after that, they see he has no money. Uh, so what they do is they write another paper called a achnasta that says, for the next thirty days, we're auctioning off some of the Uven's properties, and uh, you know anybody want to buy them? And for someone, it's over. Betin is uh, selling them off. So it, even up until that point. One rabbi holds that if, let's say, he makes a deal with the Nizal and he buys the property from the Nizal, he's only going to keep his reputation. Therefore, Shimon would keep the property. Some say, by that time over there, the guy don't care about his reputation. He ran Shimon in the courts. He already, Shimon has a, a seizure paper. He don't care about his reputation. If he ends up getting it from the, the Nizal, he's getting it for himself. And therefore, it doesn't belong to Shimon. Depends how long is the person concerned that we say that he's worried about his. Uh, okay, now the Gemara has a very simple question that has to be addressed. This should have been addressed in our minds from the beginning. 
Okay, so you're telling me Reuven sold it to Shimon. What did he sell to Shimon? Nothing. It's not a sale. He sold him stolen property. So he sold him stolen property. Is it, is it a Kenyan he made? No Kenyan, no nothing. He stole it. Then uh, Reuven goes back to the Nigzal. He buys it from the Nigzal. So we say, oh, he buys the Nigzal? He bought it for Shimon. Shimon owns it. Because, uh, what's the Kenyan? Where's Shimon's Kenyan here? Shimon did not make a... With what Kenyan of the Kenyanim that we've learned did Shimon buy it? He took the original Kenyan? The original was nothing. The original was stolen. He made Mashiach on stolen property when he bought it. Stolen property is nothing. Then the Uven went and paid money to... So if anything, the Uven made the Kenyan over here. The Uven bought the field from the Nixal. How then do we automatically say, Shimon owns it. It's a Kenyan. So the Gemara says... What can you have to make? That's a big question. Gibra says, Oh, you tell me what you mean. He bought it with a star. That star is, is, is pottery. It's stolen property. Oh. So it sounds like the way they're learning this case now. Let's say a case Shimon was stolen. Shimon bought it. But he's ma'amin Reuven. Listen, I trust you. You're going to handle it. Now, I'm ma'amin you. I'm trusting you. So, so what's the mechanics of that? Bahi hana'a. With that hana'a, with that pleasure, the lo ka'amar le'nidi, that he didn't question him, ve'kasamich aleh, and he trusted him, Shimon trusted Reuven, tarach umaiti leh, that he'll go and secure it for him, Gamar So he's gomer umaknile, which means there's a certain hana'ah that the uven gets when Shimon tells him, I trust you. It's like he got money. It's like a monetary. It's like he got some kisif. So therefore, that hana'ah that Shimon gives the uven at the time of the deal when he says, So it's as if he got paid. Therefore, when he goes and finally secures it, we say that's like the kesef that's making the deal. So the comes the Gebaran says, wait, Gebaran says, Mativ Rav Sheshat. The problem is, it didn't happen yet. And then you run into the whole sugya of Davash Shilobana Olam, which means at the time that I'm saying, you know, I trust you, don't worry about it. So I'm relying on something that might not have even happened yet. Wait, that what? That he's going to go and uh, appease uh, the exile and buy it. And, so I'm saying, oh, that Hana'ad that you got, that I trusted you, that's like I gave you Kesef. Yeah, but where my I buy? At this point, it's stolen property. So what the Gemara says, Matkif le Rabshish, Matif Rabshish, Rabshish, that has a question. Mash'irash me'abba, machul lecha. Guy tells his friend, what I'm going to inherit from my father is first of life. What I'm going to inherit from my father is sold to you. <coughs> How can it be good? His father is still alive. That's the Vashalabadawalam. You know what? Whatever my traps catch, whatever animals that my traps uh, secure, will be sold to you. Nothing. We understand that. It's the Vashalabadawalam. How can I sell you something that didn't happen yet? But if he says, what I'm going to inherit from my father today, We don't understand the second case, why the second case is any different than the first case. What's the difference if he says, what, my, what I'm going to inherit today from my father? Again, if his father is still alive, it should be davar. Leave the second case. Our question is, Nefshishat's <coughs> question is a very strong question. Just like over here. You cannot sell something that didn't come to the world yet. How can Reuven sell an item to Shimon before he appeased the Nixal, the owner? <clears throat> so that was Hashishat's question. You know what? This is a great man, Hashishat, and that's a great question. Great man, great question. Well, not really. Gavra Kahazina. Yeah, I see a great man. Undoubtedly, he's a great man. But the question is not so great. Why? So I can answer it. 
Lo samcha dalte. In the case of the Yerusha, you know the reason why it doesn't work? Because the guy's not so mech that when the father dies, he's going to really give it to him. And he's not really so mech that when the traps finally catch some stuff, he's going to end up giving it to him. They don't believe it's going to happen. So therefore, he never has really da'at to be koneh. Mashiach in here, in this case, when uh, Ben sells the item to Shimon, and Shimon tells him, listen, I trust you, that you're going to handle it, you somech da'at. Which means he's, uh, 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 he really uh, is somech, or believes, that it's going to happen. The Gemara explains. Right. Because he got it. He's holding the yeah. item. So he says, yeah. you know, and, and he has a reason to believe that he's going to do it. You know why? Because the guy doesn't want to be called the Gazlan. Which means, he sold me an item. I know it's stolen, let's say. And he says, you know what? I'll handle it for you. I trust he's going to handle it. You know why? You don't, want, you don't want to be called, you don't want me to you know, call him a Gazlan. Now call him a Gazlan. So I, I trust he'll handle it. So I'm so mech. So in that case over there, there's more of a semichudat between both of them that it's going to happen. It's closer to happening. However, because why? He said, yeah, what's going to happen? The father's going to die, and uh, he's going to take it for himself. Or the traps are going to uh, uh, trap himself. He'll sell it to somebody else. And he's not guaranteed that he's getting out. So therefore, that's really the Vashon in this case over here, it's closer to happening because they're both so make that he's telling you, I believe you, and when he says I believe you, I believe that it's gonna happen. Look at that sheet. That's why today is good. Oh no, they don't know why today's good. We'll see why today's good in a second. Look at that sheet. Lo samkadate, the first white line. Right. Who says he's even gonna inherit from his father anything? Great. Maybe the father's going to sell all his property when he's alive. It might not even come to the fruition. Mashiach it here, like you said, I'm holding the item already. And I know the guy doesn't want to be called a thief. They will handle it. So you know what I says? They sent this question of Rav Sheshat to Rav Abba Zavda. This question he asked. How could, you, how could the guy be koneh but as he's buying something to Shalom Olam? This question of Rav Sheshat, do not even bring it into the Beit HaMidrash. Do not bring it inside. You know why? Because there's no answer. This we can bring inside into in the chambers of the Beit HaMidrash and no problem we can answer the question. Like we just said the answer before. The big difference. In this case over here, he's so mechdat. Because he believes he's going to go at peace. Mashiach in the case of the Yerusha, who says he's going to die? And even if he dies, who says maybe he's going to sell stuff before uh, he dies? There was a story in Pompedita like this. The Utve, and they asked the question uh, of Rav Sheshat. Oh, this question of Rav Sheshat. Don't even bring it into the Beit HaMidrash. There's no answer to it. Bring the question to the Midrash, bring it inside totally. Same answer. Oh, now the Gemara goes back to the case of. So basically, they accept the answer. So now the Gemara says like this. Why is the second case of Yerusha better? Where the guy says. My whatever my I unish from my father today, I'm gonna I'll give you. That's also the Mashallah Allah. Say say my who is that he's gonna die, maybe he's gonna sell it before. Just like in the first case you said it's the Mashallah Allah, you cannot be the Mashallah. Why in the second case where the guy says if my father dies today or what my traps get today, why is that a Kenyan? So the Bara says My Shahad Shah Shiran Seva, Amar Bihan. Sefa out of respect to his father. What's the case of respect to his father? Ashik, the bottom line, Ashik. His father was on his deathbed. So it was imminent. His father was going to die. The guy needs money for the burial and for the shrouds. He doesn't want to keep his father. So in that case, where the father is on the deathbed, 
and Gosses. And he comes along now, and he says, listen, give me money now, I need money now, and what I inherit from my father today, I'm going to... In that case, even though it's the Vashul Malam, the rabbis let it go, because the guy needs the money to bury his father. Kavodamit, they made an exception. Exactly. Same thing with the trap, with my trap, traps today. We're talking about a guy who's ani. He has nothing to eat. So in that case over there, the rabbi said, so he doesn't starve, die, I'll let him uh, get the money now, and then I'll give him the stuff that the trap uh, traps. That's it. But when it comes and says, you know, for the next year, whatever comes up to my trap, uh, that's not good. Day to day. He needs to have this or not today, so we'll let him sell uh, the few animals. So we made an exception by Kibod Aviv and Kibod Hayav. Comes to and says, Amar Avuna, Amar Rav. Okay, no new case. Haomer Havero. Guy tells his friend, Sadesh Ani Lokayah. Listen, he tells person, I'm going to go buy a field. That field that I'm going to go buy, when I buy it, it's yours. No, it's yours. When I buy it, already I'm being magnated to, to you. So it says, Kana, works. Now, buy them. says, which means, it's binding that I won't be able to back out. Meaning, when I buy that, it's yours, matana. Matana. Meaning, and I can't back out. Now, the khawra, how could you make a deal on something he didn't buy it yet? So I guess, Amar Rav, Mr. Rav, Mr. Rav, Mr. Rav, the case is talking about, Bististam. Well, he didn't, he didn't tell the guy which field. He just said, I'm going to buy a field. But if the guy says like this, I'm going to buy this field right here. He points to the field. And when I buy it, it's yours. No. It's not going to work. You know why? Who says he's going to sell him that field? If it's time, he says, you know what? The guy's 28 fields. You know what? I'm going to buy you a field. When I buy the field, it's yours. So the guy's gomer in his mind that he'll be connected. Because he knows one of the fields to be able to, to secure. Masha'inkim, when the guy tells him this field, so the guy on the receiving end, he doesn't have that to be kone because he says, who says he can make this field? Maybe the guy doesn't want to sell it to him. How, how do I know that it's going to. So therefore, there's no simichu da'at on the receiving end of the, of the deal over here. Look at Ashim. This this time. Sadesh and okay, I don't know as if he's saying, I, I, I trust you to handle it. We're going with the logic that we said before. Where's the Kenyan? Say, Kenyan, I trust you, you're going to handle it. Also, that Hana'a, that he trusted the guy, it's like he gave him kiss ever. But that's only when he says a field. But when he says this field, you don't trust him. Who says? Who says? Who, uh, is, is, put it this way: Is it up to him? Maybe he's going to go to the guy. I'm not telling you this field. So he has no he has no emunah that it's going to happen. But if he says, "Listen, a field," oh yeah, I trust you can get one of the fields. So he'll sell you something. So then already he's ma'aminim. So it's same, same same mechanics as before. It's like he gave him kesef. So therefore, when he goes to buy it, he's it goes to the to the original guy. Good. Ha'eluhim, Amar Rav, Rav made a shivua. When he ever says Ha'eluhim, he made a shivua. Afilu besadezu. Even in this field, the guy is makne and he wants to. He, he, he trusts him, and therefore the kinyan is a kinyan. Mechdi, Rav keman Amar leshmatir. Rav that says even besadezu. Who is he following? What she tells Rav following? is of the opinion that says a guy can be matne an item that's low balam even if it's not as in, in, in his control, which means even if it's out of like in this case over here, 
I'm being you something that I don't even know if I'm going to be able to to, 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 to acquire, secure. Netanya, famous case. How many isha? Guy tells a lady. Be married to me after I convert. Or after you convert. He's an avid. After I get freed. Or she's a shifcha. After you get freed. After your husband dies. Or after they make halitza to you. Then I'll be mekodeshet. After your sister dies, She's, he, he was married. He was married to her sister, so he cannot marry her because So he's really saying, after my wife dies, I'll be mikudesh to you, and I'm mikudesh. In all these cases, no kedushim because barma is davar shol balaolam. He can't make a kinyan on something that did not happen yet. However, to be miiromer mikudesh, it works. Now the haisha. In these cases over here, in some of these cases at least, it's out of his control. He cannot control if his wife dies. He cannot control if his master frees him. He cannot control if she converts. A lot of these things are like sadezu. Well, you cannot control if the guy's going to say you to feed. And still, what does Abimi say? Mikudeshi. So you see, Rav must have said his deen based on the bimi'id that the vachobah la'olam, even where it's out of the control, you can make the kinyan. Good. Let's go one step further. Amar Shemuel. And now we go back to the old stuff. Hamotzi shtar hakna'ah b'shuk. Okay, let's review. What was shtar hakna'ah? Shtar hakna'ah, you found the shtar. Malveh loveh. And the loveh, Right to the start, I am being mishabed, my nechasim, my karka, to the malik from today. Which means sometimes we're always worried. Hey, who says this start was ever executed? Maybe you just found the start. Maybe they never, they never lent the money. Maybe it was lent later. Maybe it was never lent at all. How do you know? In this start, I don't care because the guy says whether I lend the money or not. Borrow the money or not, I'm being makneh my, my nechassim from today. So therefore, in that case over there, the shtar really is a legitimate shtar regardless. And I'm not worried about, he wrote it in Tishri in Nisan, but he didn't lend the money till Tishri. Because again, once he's mishabed himself from today, so we finished. It's shtar From today, already he's obligating himself that you can take property from me from today. Because now they found that shtar in the Shutanabi. What's the deen? The deen is like this. Give it back to the malveh. It's up for collection. What do you mean? Maybe you'll tell me. Maybe they wrote it, but it was never executed. Maybe they never borrowed the money. What do I care? He was mishabed himself anyway. Hakna'am means even if I don't borrow the money. I'm being makneh, myself from today. So if I'm not worried about uh, uh, taking the kuhon, shiluk edin. Now, the imishu pira'on, wait, okay, maybe the star was a legitimate star. Maybe he paid him. Which is maybe the lover paid the malver back, and the star uh, fell on the floor. Gemara is lo haishinan the pira'on. When you find the star in the street, you don't suspect that the star was paid up. Why not? They would have ripped it up. Which means the Loveh, what happens? The Loveh presents the star. And he gives it to the Hey, you owe me money. Loveh says, Okay. He pays him. What do you think the Loveh does with the star? First thing he does, he tears it up. You don't want the star to be in the world. Now, if you find it on the floor, oh, so I'm worried about two things. Hey, who said, wait, could be, I'll give you a scenario that happened. Maybe they wrote it up, but it never. They never actually lent the money. I don't care in this case, because the guy already said, I'm, I'm hayab, whether I paid it, whether I got it or not. Okay, so that, that's covered. Yeah, but maybe he paid it. Impossible. If he would have paid it, he would have ripped it up. The fact that he found it on the floor, if probably fell from the malveh, give it to the malveh. Amar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, Abba, my father, min safrad da yaned de mur shmuel haba. 
He was from the Sofrim, the scribes of Shemuel. He worked in Shemuel's court, he was a scribe. Vavina kevar shita kevar sheva. I was like six or seven years old. Vedacharna, and I remember, Davu machrezeh ve'amre. He used to announce and say, Hanesh tare aknayata, di shtarot of aknayata, Give it to the, give it back to the owners. I remember, there was a dean, he used to scream. Anytime somebody finds a starak on the street, give it back to the malveh. So the Gemara continues to bring it to Shemuel. We also learned Shemuel's principle in the Mishnah. Shemuel's principle again is what? That when you find the star in the street, you give it back to the Malveh. You do not suspect that the star was paid up. Lo chayshin on the Piraun. How do we know? Kol ma'aseh bedin hareze yahzir. What does it mean, kol ma'aseh bedin? Ashi. Kasakadat akshtar shakatab bo henpek. Henpek, what's a henpek? Henpek means that the bedin validated the star. That the makosha that it's a valid that it's an official starch and it came by betting, so therefore you don't have to suspect that maybe the star was never executed that maybe the guy never lent the money. Once you have a henpeck, that means the betting validated the star as a legal star. I mean the money was uh, lent from the malveh to the lovet, so you don't have to suspect that maybe it's just a it's a star that was never used. And you have a henpeck, and therefore you know it's. Uh, you know what's a legal star? Because the only way they make a handpick on a star is you have to do it in front of the malveh and the loveh. So it means it's not going to validate it unless money was lent. So you fall down the floor, you give it to the malveh. So you see it's a ra'ayah to Shemuel. That is a yazir. Alma lo haishin on the pera'on. You see, maybe you don't have to pera'on. Alma lo bizerah. No, you have no ra'ayah from that mishnah. We're talking about bishtare halta atam ne adrachta. We're talking about different shtarot over different ma'aseh beddin. You didn't find a regular shtar on the floor, plony owes plony money. Now you have no raya for me. Maybe you wouldn't give it back to the malveh. Uh, Maybe you're hoshesh chef of pera'on. Oh, what are the shtarot over that we said that you give to the malveh? Number one, that she shtar hal ta'ata. Shtar shikadvu beddin lemotsi shtar l'chavero v'chibu l'shalem v'lo shilem. Already, Bedin was posek, you owe the money. Right? The guy didn't pay it. The Yadu Nechasab, the Shamu, the Baal Chov, the Hadmehem, the Natulo Star, Shapi Bedin Baalo. It's like a permission, foreclosure, that they gave him a star. You can go down to his field and uh, take one of these uh, uh, properties over here. Or in Adrachta. Shalom Matsudo Achshav Nechasim. They didn't find uh, any assets that the guy could pay yet. The Hatfudo Shirdof Lazor Al Nechasab. They made a star that he has a right to go and make, uh, uh, to, 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 to put like, uh, he can go search uh, his nechassim. The inyim sayyik, man, if you find something, he can collect it. Because these starot over here, the discussion is not whether uh, he paid or not. We, we know that the loan is outstanding. The star that you found on the floor was an adrachta. The star that you found on the floor was a halta'ata. These starot over here are after the fact already. Beddin already was supposed to the money. Oh, that gets to the malveh. It's about this. Whose who, who star is it? So you have no raya from here that when it says kol maaseh betin, give back to the malveh. We thought any any star, even a star regular star malveh to loveh, give it back to the to the malveh. Oh, so you see what? No chayshin in the piraon. Nah, it's talking about a different type of maaseh betin, an action of betin to make a star adrachta, star maaseh betin to make a star. That's why you give it back to the Malveh, because already the Beit was posted that he owes the money, and uh, nothing to do with Shemuel. Okay, comes the Gemara continues. Rabbi has a question on this answer. Amar Vehane, Lav Bene, these uh, uh, cases over here, you're not worried about Pira'on? You're not worried about that maybe it was paid up already? Why? If she's can't it come to a situation that was paid up already? What do you mean? We have a rule from the rabbis of Nahar Shuma Hadar Ad Tresar Yarche Shata. Shuma, an assessment can be returned, we'll see what that means, up to 12 months.
Ve'amar amemor, and amemor said, Ana min I'm from Nardi'ana. Vesbir Ali, and I owe the Shuma Adar le'olam. The Shuma, that the assessments can be returned le'olam. What does this mean? So look at that sheet. Shuma. Shisham ubedin le'ba'alchov karka ha'loveh. Betin went, and they made an assessment on the fields of the loveh. It's okay, this is how much it's worth for the malveh to go collect from. Hadar, im yipra lo ma'ot ad shana. Which means he has a year after they, let's say, made an assessment on his field, that the guy took his field, he has a year to get back his field and pay pay money. If he, want, he doesn't want his field to be taken away. So if, let's say, a year later, within a year, he has money to, 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 to pay back the malveh, he has hadar. That she says, im yipra lo ma'ot ad shana. Oh, so what do you see over here? By giving the adrachta back to the malveh, you are really now causing the, uh, you will take money out. Which means, if you hold like Shemuel, that says, Lo haishinan lepera'on, that we don't suspect that it was paid up, and therefore you're giving it to the, to the malveh. So the Gemara is saying, even in this case over here, the underlying reason why you're giving it back to the uh, malveh, is because, Lo haishinan lepera'on. Because, uh, what, the fact that there's a shuma on the on the property, who knows? Maybe I'll tell you that he, when you're going to give it back to him, he's going to collect. He's going to collect again because the law is that the love is able to pay, get the field back within a year. So therefore, how did you bring a raya? You wanted it, knock off the raya. Well, no, we're not talking about a regular start. If you fell on the floor with a handpick, you give it back to the malve. We're talking about adrachta. We're talking about a halta uh, ata. Uh, so that Ramad Kev Zogan says, what are you talking about? Tishtarot also, the payment comes out of it. How does the payment come out of it? Because you have until uh, 12 months. Look at the language he says in Nimsa'ifo. If the Betin collected Karka for the Malveh, he can still pay up in order to get back his field. How could you give it back to the Malveh? Which means, maybe, maybe he paid the loan, and now the field really belongs to, to him. How could you give back the shtar khalta? Maybe after, just because Betim was posek. Oh, this field goes to him. So what? Maybe, really, don't give it back to the Malveh. Maybe the Malveh got paid, and really starts to go to the Malveh. Which means, you still have a, a suspicion over here. Ela, you must say, Lo peraon. So it's a proof to Shemuel. Because even in this case, we have to be concerned. So Kemal says, Ela marava, different reason. Hainu ta'amad amre iu hu de'afseed anafsheh. In this case over here, you know why we give it back to the malveh? Because we say, the loveh, you did it to yourself. You ruined yourself. The ba'idna de par'eh. Because at the time that you paid, you should have ripped the startup. So in that case over there, I'm not going to be choshesh. In a me, or what you should have done, at that point, you should have written immediately another star. Which means, when the when the malveh took this adrachta, took this... Uh, this field, right? And now you want to pay. So what they cut the custom was, so they give the, get the field back. And they, 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 they just wouldn't give the field back, because technically, the field really belongs to the Malveh. The fact that he's giving it back, it's Medin being a nice guy. The Yomar says like, Va'asita Yashar, Va'atov. So what they would do is, they would write a shtar, as if the Malveh is now selling that field back to the Loveh, for the payment that he gave. So either way, the, the Loveh should have done something. Either he should have ripped up this Adrachta, rip up the paper. So, then, so now there's no Hashach, you're going to drop it, give it back to the Malveh, you're going to get payment again. Maybe you paid already, you should have ripped it up. Or what you should have done was, when he sold you the field, or when he gave you the field, or, sorry, when he gave you back the field, after you paid, you should have wrote a start immediately, that the field was given to you, and you paid for it. Really the field, technically the Malveh doesn't have to give back the field. But the Torah says, do, do the right thing. If the guy's willing to pay you, 
Give him back the field. Tamura banan tehdar. Hilkach mereisha hu deka zabin evaden lemichtav shtar zabine, which means uh, he should have written a shtar zabine, which means in this case over here, you're at fault. Which means really Shmuel, you have no right in this case over here. Well, I can tell you, generally speaking, maybe he paid. But in this case over here, we don't suspect, that we don't give the Lovay the benefit over here. Because we say, you did it to yourself. Which is, Betin already was posek, you owe the money. That we know, you found an adrachta on the floor. You found the haltata. These are, these are stored already that give the right to the Mavet to go into the guy's property. Oh, see, so what do you mean? But this is, this is a hashash. Don't give back to the Malveh. Because maybe the Lovet paid money, and with the Shtar Halta'a belongs to him now, and the Malveh does not have rights to go down. So if that's the case, one of two things should have happened. He should have ripped up the Shtar immediately, or, even if you say, well, he doesn't have the Shtar, he lost it, so you can still fix it. Right is another Shtar that clearly says, so-and-so gave me back the field. Cause, and, and the Gemara goes through this whole business, that he, and he has to write him a field. He has to write him a shtar. Because don't think it's automatic that he just gives him back. Because really the mother owns that field now. So the Torah says, Be a good guy. Write, write a shtar. Write, give, give it to him back. So when you give it him back, you write a shtar. Which is the love of it. It was his negligence that caused it to him. However, But by a regular shtar that you found in the street, what are you going to say? You're going to say what? If he paid it, he should have ripped it up. It could be what? Look at Rashi. Uh, no Rashi. Here, he's, he's stalling. What does it mean he's stalling? Which means... It's out of his control in the case of a regular shtarov. Because who's holding the shtar? The malveh. Right? So let's say the malveh paid. So the malveh says, so the malveh, okay, because you give me the shtar back, I want to uh, rip it up. Oh, I don't have it. I'll give it to you uh, tomorrow. I don't, I don't have the shtar. And interim, it fell. And therefore, the malveh is at a loss. Iname, if she did the safra zayarle. Or the guy's telling him, hey, listen, I'm not giving you the shtar. Until you pay for the sofer's fee. Because the custom was the malveh writes up the shtar, but the loveh has to pay for the, for the sofer fee. So sometimes the guy says, hey, you didn't pay me yet $100 uh, for the sofer uh, uh, fee, I'm not giving it to you back. So what do you want for the loveh to He paid, and the guy won't give him his shtar back until he gives him the sofer fee. And then what happened? He dropped it. Now by giving it to the malveh again, you're putting the loveh at a loss, which means it's possible, you want to make a haluk here. From the outside. It's possible in a case where, let's say, you have an adrachta written, that's already, Betty was posek, Lovey, you owe the money. Not only owe the money, go down to this field, start making assessments on stuff, take that property, start making search on, on, on the goods. That already don't share that, he owes the money. But you know what? I would say, if you find that adrachta on the street, give it back to the malveh. Let me give it back to the malveh. Could be, that, as we know the dean is, he has one year to, to redeem it. Maybe... Even though there's a search warrant, whatever it is, uh, maybe he paid him, the lover, and now he's going to take this thing again, he's going to get paid again. He's going to get his money plus a, plus a field. So you see, you know what? Give it back to the malveh. Because lover, you had ways to protect yourself in this case. You know, could you protect yourself? Bottom line, when the adrachta came to, uh, uh, came to you, right? He gave you the adrachta to get the field or the haltata. Tear it up. It's finished. If you paid him, you're going to get the star back, tear it up. Or better, you tell me maybe he doesn't have it, he lost it. Very simple. You just write a star yourself. So-and-so sold me back the field, and I gave him the money. Write a star to the start of a sale. And, and the government says, you have to do that. Because when he gives him back the field, it's like he's really selling them back the field, because you really doesn't have to give it to him back. Okay, good. So, Levin, you didn't protect yourself? Your, your problem. But what do you want in a regular case of a guy... You found a star hole on the street. Okay, you found a star hole on the street. Give it to the malveh. No, I shouldn't put it on. Why? 
the, the Levay had no way to protect himself in this case. Well, I can tell you, maybe, maybe he paid it. And what did the Malveh say? Uh, sorry, I don't have the, uh, uh, the shtar. Uh, I'll give it to you tomorrow. In the interim, he dropped it. Or he said, I'm not giving you the shtar yet until you pay for the sofer. So th- there's, there's no, what do you want to do? R- r- write a shtar that what? What is shtar? He sold me something. There's no, nothing to protect. Rip it. He doesn't have to start to rip. So the, in that case, uh, uh, we're not going to give it back. They, they'll all say what? Hashir in the Piraon. And just because the stars around, I can say, maybe the Lord didn't give it to him. Maybe he had a reason not to give it to him. So therefore, there's a haluk between the case and the Piraon case of the Baal Amen, amen.